Hello and welcome to Smoking Pot with Pots. I'm Francesca. And I'm Sarah Potts, aka Potts. We're here. Um, I'm queer. Sarah's kind of queer. I'm on a spectrum somewhere. Yeah, we're all on a spectrum. (laughs) And we're going to smoke some weed and talk about it. Yes, we wanted to start this podcast because we felt like there was a a big gap in kind of like the info and the knowledge that's like easily accessible to new cannabis users or even like, I don't know, weed novices that still just want to like further their own education on how cannabis actually affects their body um, without this like exclusionary kind of feel. Like, So we're just regular people. We're actually bud tenders. We do Mm -hmm. work in the industry. So we know a little bit about what the fuck we're talking about, which is good. And during the pandemic, I actually didn't just work as a bud tender. I ended up um, working as a packaging agent and I ended up filling vape carts and like breaking up um, and packaging shatter for a little while. So I have a nice like behind the scenes view as to how weed gets into the dispensary as well as how it gets from the dispensary to the user. So that's a fun perspective that I can provide. Yeah, I mean, she's only been in the industry for what, like a year now? Yeah, she's already seen years. multiple aspects of the industry. I've only been in customer-facing roles at a medical dispensary, um, but I've, you know, I know I've learned a lot just in that alone. I mean, I went into it thinking I knew a lot about weed. Just because I, I don't know, had set it on fire and smoked it before. I guess that made me... A pro. A pro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But then they actually started teaching us about, like, you know, cannabinoids, terpenes, all that stuff. And you're just like, I've never... I don't, I don't know what any of these words mean. Yeah. I think <laughs> it was, like, my first day working at Sunnyside in Fall River. They pulled me and, like, the 20 other new hires. They got hired all at once right before the pandemic started, which was... Perfect. Um, like they pulled us all into a conference room and they started talking about terpenes and the endocannabinoid system. And I was just like, whoa, like I knew this stuff was a medicine because I was a medical patient since I lived in San Francisco when I was 18. But I really didn't know anything about the science behind it as far as the endocannabinoid system, terpenes, um, like even beyond THC, when it came to THCA, like CBD, CBG. Delta 9 versus Delta 8. Mm-hmm. All of that really confused me. It felt intimidating for me to ask bud tenders those questions because, like, especially um, when you ask a question at a dispensary, it's just intimidating. It's an intimidating environment because everybody around you can hear the question that you're asking. Sometimes the bud tender isn't really friendly and they don't want to if they don't know the answer they won't want to go and find that answer for you because then they have to admit to one of their coworkers that they don't know so they'll just like make something up and blow you off and so I feel like that's part of what we're we're trying to not be those bud tenders right now so if you have any questions let us know and we'll talk about it exactly we already have you know a few episodes planned what the fuck did I just say? A few episodes planned a few episodes planned you know we're gonna cover the whole endocannabinoid system. We're going to cover different types of cannabinoids. I would like to cover different types of terpenes, all that stuff. But if there's anything specific that you guys want to know, absolutely shoot us a comment. Get into a little bit of like our own personal history yeah. with cannabis. I mean, I know we both kind of have different yeah. stories as far as like how we started smoking. I was super lucky in that um, I 100% had somebody looking out for me. Like, it was a magical story. It was literally, I was in this recovery DBT group program where we would meet about, like, once a week. 
and I had been going to that program for about a month and me and this girl Nicolette we got into an elevator after group and you're not supposed to make friends after group of course um, like any mental health thing but you always do because it's always an environment where you're like, I finally have people that can relate to me and look yeah, at me as a normal person. Yeah, you can't stick a bunch and... of trauma-bonding people in a room together and then be like, don't hey, be don't friends. be friends. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I know you guys have everything in common, but don't hang no. out, don't talk outside of this controlled environment. <laughs> so, of course. So you like, made a friend. <laughs> so, of course, I made a friend. Um, and me and Nicolette were in the elevator. She looks over at me and she goes, do you smoke weed? I was like thinking to myself, like, not like too much like the last time I smoked weed was before I went to rehab and like I never really liked weed before then I was more of like a clonopins and alcohol kind of person you know <laughs> just kind of more my cup of tea at the time but I was like oh this girl is so cool like she's tall she has blonde hair she's everything I like in a woman like I'll follow her anywhere so I was like yes let's let's go do that let's smoke some California weed and we make it up to the top of the parking lot. We get into her car. She packs this bowl of, like, I'm not even sure what it was. Probably, like, animal cookies, because I know she smoked a lot of animal cookies, Girl Scout cookies. She really liked those kinds of strains. Um, and she broke it up just with her fingers. Nicolette never used a grinder, which was just... A hand-packed bowl! Yeah. It was one of the coolest things about her, I think, and just everything you would want in somebody bringing you into the weed world, you know, just somebody who's, like, so connected to it, they want to feel the weed with their hands, versus you can hear, I, I'm a grinder kind of bitch, I don't want to get my, I don't want to get my hands sticky, are you kidding no, me? No, I mean, that's like watching somebody make you, like, fresh pasta. Yeah, it that's was. a sensual experience. It was so nice, and it just, I took one hit immediately, like, I think I turned to her, and I was like, I get it, I understand weed now. You have shown me yeah. the ways. I was like 100% I was a fool to think I didn't like this before because this is everything. I was like, I need need more of this. And she gave me some to take home. She like would buy me stuff from the dispensary before I was comfortable enough that she was like, do you want to, I'll bring you to a doctor and we can get you your own medical card and you can go and buy stuff on your own without me if you want. And I was like, Perfection. oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, but okay. And so <laughs> she brought me to this doctor in San Jose because it was the same doctor she had been to. And even though you can go to tons of doctors all around in California at that time, because it was like 2013, you could even, I think you started being able to get them online around that time. Because I remembered when I renewed it the next year, I was able to do it online via video chat. Um, but I was still really nervous. We were both like 18 years old and she was like, okay, we're going to go to the doctor that I went to. So it'll be like totally cool, totally. Um, and so I went in to that doctor's appointment. The doctor had his laptop open and he was watching Netflix. And I like start to go into my spiel about how like, you know, I've had mental illness since I was like 14. Like I had really bad insomnia, like all the different sleeping medications they give me don't work for me, blah, blah, blah. And the guy like signs the paper and then like looks up while I'm still in the middle. I haven't even made it halfway through my long and traumatic story, you know? And this doctor goes, I already signed the paper. Like you can go. <laughs> not even making eye contact with me once, never straying his eyes from the Netflix show he was watching. I really, I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> and so, um, since it was my first time getting a card, I was like, really, I was dumb. I paid the extra $20 to get the little plastic card you go in your wallet, which in California is really useless. You just pay $20 to have that in your wallet instead of carrying around a piece of paper in your wallet. Mm -hmm. So I never did that again. Um, 
And that was that. That was my entry into the medical world. When I first moved to um, Rhode Island, I actually stopped shopping medically because I didn't realize that Rhode Island accepted out-of-state medical Mm -hmm. cards. So I could have just kept renewing my California card and used my California card in the Rhode Island dispensaries. But the way it's so hard to find information on New England cannabis that... And that's the thing we probably forgot to mention earlier, too. We are trying to cater mostly specifically to, like, the New England Northeast area of So if you love Dunkin' Donuts... If you're a Dunkin's bitch, this is the podcast for you. If the Red Sox get you hot... Ooh, yeah, baby. What about those Bruins, though? Yeah. (laughs) Oh. They're coming for us. And if that is the national song of your neighborhood... (laughs) (laughs) Please come and smoke with us. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy for you that you had a literal cannabis guide to walk you through like your first step because that can be daunting to try to figure out on your own, especially as like an anxiety riddled young adult who doesn't even like to make their own like regular doctor's appointments. Um, Right. Let alone to get a medical card for a substance that half of the country still thinks is like gonna kill you. Yeah, gonna send you to hell. Right. Um, which is a perfect segue into my uh, cannabis <laughs> history, I guess. I was that kid who was raised to believe all drugs were equally as bad. All of them would kill you, all of them would end you up in prison, all of them would ruin your fucking life. <clears throat> um, PCP, cannabis, no, what? same thing. Thank right? you, Dare, for giving me absolutely no information and just telling me drugs are bad, don't do them. Try to breathe through a straw, and that's how it's going to feel if you do drugs. Like, <laughs> I am so lucky that for some reason I ended up either missing Dare or I just don't <laughs> remember it. Like, I remember seeing like one Dare t-shirt around my school once and being like, oh yeah, people are thing. doing that. Yeah. That's a thing, but... I don't ever remember being in a D.A.R.E. class. Like, I went to a one-room middle school where they just put, like, a ton of kids from different grades. And by a ton, I mean there were less than 15 of us in the whole school when we were in the basement of another school. (laughs) And, um, like, (laughs) I know this doesn't sound real. Then, I think it was in sixth grade, my teacher asked what we wanted to learn about for health class. And I was like, drugs. I want to learn about drugs. <laughs> Teach me. Yeah. I just, I want to learn about the effects. I want to learn about the dangers. Teach me about drugs. None of the crazy propaganda. I yeah. want to learn about drugs. And she actually, to her credit, she did. So See, I remember, yeah. at, like, I think this is how it should go for most kids. I was 12 years old being like, yeah, heroin doesn't really seem to have the pros outweigh the cons. Don't think I would do that one. Meth, definitely not. Don't like what it does to your face. Weed, I would try it, but it doesn't seem that fun. Molly, definitely interested in that. It seems like if you drink enough water and you test it, it should be fine, right? Um, (laughs) That's amazing. You're going through your checks and balances trying to figure out which drugs you want to try. So guess my sign, Virgo. I never even had that opportunity. They just were like, don't do any of them. And I was like, okay, I won't. (laughs) Such a fucking goody two-shoes. And then one day, I don't know, switch just flipped. I started hanging out with a bunch of kids in a small sleepy town of Snoqualmie, Washington, 
who <laughs> smoked a bunch of weed all day and still like had better grades than I did, uh, played sports, you know, had social lives, and I was like, well, fuck, dude, I'm just denying myself of an experience. At this you're point. like, maybe if I start smoking weed, I'll start playing sports. And... I can cool, just like I can play softball too. Yeah. I can do it. That's the <laughs> only thing that was missing. I'm a lesbian. I can play softball. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so. I finally, I smoked weed for the first time with my little sister. Uh, she had been smoking for a couple of years already at that point. She was like, hell yeah, let's do it. She broke out this like handmade wooden pipe. Oh, that's I'm so thinking, cute. I'm thinking this is going to catch on fire if we try to smoke anything out of it. And okay, like, every no, time I me, see one of those, it. that's what I think. I'm not going to lie to like, this why? day. I don't why understand make... why they don't catch on fire. <laughs> I don't. There's probably some kind of, like, a finish on it that really isn't good for us to be inhaling. Or maybe it's just a special type of wood, right? Because they've oh, used maybe. wooden pipes like for a really long time. Or dry wood or... I feel like it wouldn't... Wouldn't it be wet wood or oily We're wood? We're not or scientists or here, but... <laughs> maybe one day we'll have a scientist friend and they'll come explain this to us. And they'll explain to us, to us and why you'll wooden get to pipes listen and we'll all learn together. Yeah. Um, so we were on this, like, trail behind my mom's house... And we smoked. I did not get high for my first time. Super disappointed. And then um, didn't smoke again for a couple of weeks. Again, it was with my little sister, though. And she had friends over. And this skinny little skater dude with no rhythm, who I'm pretty sure she was, like, you know, screwing around with at the time. He, He had to show me how to, like, light my bong and, like, lift the bowl piece out. And he had to, like, do the first one for me because I was so inept i literally Um. (laughs) ordered a bong when i was in middle school using my mom not middle school high school high school using my mom's credit card i think i was like 15 16 years old i ordered a bong online from grasscity.com to get delivered to my house because i was worried that i was going to end up like at a party and not know how to use one so (laughs) So you just bought one to teach yourself so i bought one to teach myself and then i taught all my friends i never would have thought to do that boys that age they were practicing unclasping like their mom's bras and you were practicing (laughs) on how to hit a bomb yeah i was literally just like ladies and gentlemen (laughs) just yeah i think i got it i got it okay yeah like this no. Just getting like progressively higher each time that I had to take a hit and try it, even though it was absolute like, mids I was smoking. It worked for that purpose. Even with all like the stoner movies and stoner TV shows, you never actually see the yeah. people like actually hitting a piece. Except for there's that show Wilfred with Elijah Wood, who he, they like make a Gatorade bong and they actually show them like hitting out of that. But that was the first time I'd ever seen. Like, yeah, they always, like, seen anything to people smoking weed. You right? Know? They'll have, like, a glass piece, and then they'll just have, like, smoke. Exactly. And, and that's glass. another thing that I would like to talk about, too, let's, is how let's fucking upset I am about how <laughs> media, as a whole, set these incredibly high expectations for marijuana. Incredibly for me, for high cannabis, expectations. I should say. Um, and... I was a little let down, if I'm honest. The first time I actually, like, got stoned, I was like, oh, like, this is it? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to hallucinate any crazy shit. I'm not going to go on, like, a crazy-ass adventure. I'm not going to have my own, like, Pineapple Express experience. It's like, wait, hold on. I can talk to my parents without the background shaking and changing colors? Right. This isn't what that 70s show told me. No. Did Eric to. Foreman lie to me? Eric fucking Foreman <laughs> lied to us. I was like, hold on, maybe maybe Donna had the right idea of being such a bitch to him for all those years, because that's fucked up. I 
I have a bone to pick about that. Like, that just really, especially those iconic scenes where they're sitting there talking to Kitty in red and everything is moving back and forth around them and they can't really understand what's and going on. And their heads like, are, like, swelling and shrinking I, different I sizes. Wanted I wanted that. I was like, I want to go to the gas station and have the like cashier ask me if it's going to be cash or credit and have me look at them like their head is a hot air balloon and the sky is purple and for some reason inside of the building like yeah and that is not what cannabis provided for me and it's honestly not even what shrooms provided for me i feel like shrooms would be or acid would be most comparable to how weed is often portrayed in the media and even shrooms and acid don't come as close as those portrayals of cannabis in those shows that we're watching like as young as like 13 12 years old Mm -hmm. yeah it's like what why and also what drugs are you guys doing that's giving you this effect and can i have the link yes can you give me a number i can text what strain that gives you this drug because i want it i want to hallucinate somebody's head as a giant melting ice cream cone like i want that i want that for me i'm like <laughs> why is the only thing that i ever have is the walls melt sometimes okay so there's holes in this guy's face Ooh, how fun it's not a hot air balloon no it's not a full body apparition of somebody who's been dead yeah. for 75 years standing in front of me where is that experience? where is that i've never had something just that appeared to me ayahuasca for that what is it and even then you have to throw up first which they never so, show in tv no and shit yourself too i heard oh god you have to shit yourself too <laughs> so, oh no chelsea handler taught me that i'm gonna chelsea hit this handler. Which one are we smoking? Oh, that's the Marshmallow OG. Um, yeah, that one I got, um, Armanice Botanicals. Is that, I don't know how to pronounce that. Armanice? A-R-M-O-N-I-C-E. Armanice, yeah. Yeah. That's how I would say it. Really good. I thought Marshmallow would taste sweet, but I'm kind of like happily satisfied with how it's- It's more of a- Piney, right? I was going to say a little bit of diesel in there. Mm. A little bit of that gas. Gas. <laughs> Give me the gas. Speaking of gas, let's talk about Maine. Yes, our trip up to Maine, St. Patrick's Day, Green Holiday. It yeah, counts. We couldn't wait till four twenty. Yeah, so. I feel like it's a pregame to four twenty. Mm-hmm. That's why the leprechauns gave us that holiday and jumped to what did they find at the end of the rainbow? Pot. Oh. <laughs> a, a pot of gold. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Really Coincidence? interesting. I don't think so. Why are leprechauns so jolly all the time? Yeah, why the fuck are they so happy? Mm. They're so short. Always giggling. <laughs> giggling about what? You can't reach anything. <laughs> What's so funny? What's so there? fucking funny? <laughs> the fact that you can't reach the microwave? You just stole your pot of gold. Why are you happy, bitch? <laughs> because they had good ass weed. Because they went to Maine. Just like Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> We stopped at Your Green Thumb first, which big thumbs up to them. Big thumbs up to Your Green Thumb. Shout out to Shaggy. Yes, this guy that was like uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. He helped us out. We were those annoying people, you know, we showed up, brand new patients, hadn't really looked at the menu, didn't really know what we were doing. He did an amazing job of juggling the both of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally on the phone, he was like, okay, now Sarah. Exactly. Uh, I ended up getting... I got a drink mix, like a raspberry lime drink Did you try mix, that yet? which tastes amazing. 
Um, I'm not exactly sure about which dose I took because you are supposed to measure it out by tablespoons and it came with a little measuring cup even, but I just poured it straight into my uh, <laughs> seltzer water. Um, but I felt like that hit me pretty good. <laughs> and then I also got this like Oreo birthday cake cake pop, but it was actually like an Oreo on a stick more than like an actual like soft cake cake pop. That one tasted amazing. You and I were hanging out actually right after I had eaten that, and we were on our way back from she was getting high. coffee. And I was like, "It's it's hitting, it's hitting me." <laughs> and then literally for like the rest of the day, your eyes were like at half mass. Yep, half mass. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, you know, there's only so many out of respect, eye drops you, you can know, put in that are gonna do anything for you. <laughs> for the weed that she ingested, that's why your eyes go halfway down. It's just out of respect. Out of respect. <laughs> For the fallen soldier. Mm-hmm. Your green thumb, is that where you got that I got, concentrate? I got the Cushman's um, the shatter. That was shatter. amazing. It was so good. I made the mistake of putting it in the car and bringing it around with us for the rest of the day without having a little cooler with me. I totally forgot to bring my lunchbox and my cooler packs. I don't recommend doing that. Even if you're just going to the dispensary that's like 15 minutes from your house, so much can happen in the car in the in that time because we weren't using air conditioning we weren't using heat it was like 57 62 yeah, degrees like out maybe outside yeah it was it felt like a good temperature i was pretty confident nothing was going to happen but still when i got home the shatter was just like melted into the paper and like looking kind of cloudy as opposed to the beautiful stained glass kind of vision that it was when we first opened it so i'm glad that um we looked at it when yes i'm glad we got, got to opened. see it in, in all prime. her glory um, before she kind of melted yeah. a little bit. But yeah. still smoked great. Yeah, absolutely love the way it smoked. Um, love it. Love the feeling. I felt like it was a really nice, good daytime. Was that one, that was the sativa or indica? I, I felt like, like it was a hybrid. I normally hybrid. go sativa, but like with concentrates I usually try to have like one of each because like it's something that I found really helped me with my insomnia like if I can't get to sleep I'll right. take like a fat dab or two of like something like papaya cake or mm-hmm. uh, like something like that like and that's how four. that's funny that Francesca and I are so opposite in so many ways when it comes to our cannabis use because I prefer indicas they're just my key to my anxiety she prefers her sativas and concentrates. I'm more of a flower person. Like it's yeah. So with the two of us, you get the whole. You get the package. whole package. You get one blunt in the total package. <laughs> Where do we go next? Um, after your cure. Yeah, we went to cure next. We went all the way up north. Um, so cure is to pretty Augusta? up there. Yeah, I think it's in Augusta or Auburn. Let me look on their Instagram. Well, we talk a little bit about that. Um, that was another great experience. Walked right in. Um, not too many people jumped to, to uh, help us out. That may have been because Francesca was walking around with her titties out all day. Yeah, I was wearing... Okay, in my defense, <laughs> it was a really cute green on green on green outfit. I have green hair. Picture this. Green hair. I've got a cute little green top on that, like, you know, you can see my nipples through it. Like, not, like, the whole nipple, but, like, the shape of my nipple. And, like, just enough of my midriff that you're like, oh, it's not, like, too slutty. It's, like, nice when paired with the rest of the shirt. Like, it's just cute. And yeah. then I'm wearing... <laughs> Um, like my favorite pants, which are these like green pants that have this like leafy tropical vibe to them, just all in green. And um, I can't remember what shoes I was wearing. It doesn't matter because they weren't green. They just 
whatever. Yeah. Um, but I looked adorable. Um, and someone complimented me on my outfit as soon as we walked in. Yeah, the which guy I wearing was like, no Thank- mask complimented Francesca <laughs> on her beautiful outfit. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much, sir. Yeah, yeah he was hanging out on the other side of the store, kind of. Yeah. And again, it ended up being just one dude helping both of us out, mm-hmm. even though there was multiple people working yeah. there that didn't really have anything going on, but... It's okay. I wanted to hear whatever they were saying to you, so I didn't really mind that nobody jumped to help me after, because he kind of, like, immediately gravitated towards you, and then I, like, attached myself on when I saw that nobody else jumped to help me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I'm cute enough to compliment, but no one one wants to help (laughs) me No one wants to sell me weed, though? All right. I was like, bet. I'll go ask this dude questions, which is, (laughs) honestly, I'm so glad that I ended up with that dude, because he's the guy who recommended the green apple to me, and that's the one. That's true. He made some great uh, flower recommendations. I got the uh, chocolate chip mint, or peppermint chocolate chip mint, something like that, that was so good. It was mint chocolate chip, yeah. Yeah. It was an indica, and that, that's a hit, so good. And it tasted amazing. Which is so great that he was able to recommend an amazing indica for you and an equally and amazing around, yeah. sativa for me. Because green apple is like totally other end of the spectrum. Sativa, like great for daytime. But also I feel like it didn't make you anxious because we smoked it together a couple of times and yeah. you haven't complained. This is true. Mm-hmm. I'm not super sensitive to sativa in the way that it'll like uh, really fuck up my anxiety. Wreck there have life. been a couple of strains that I've tried where it's like, yeah, I don't like this, but... I don't know. It's just a preference thing, I think. I love green apple because it makes my whole body feel like everything's going really fast. And <laughs> that's everything I want to see in a sativa. So, especially as somebody who, like, has ADHD, <laughs> like, it just, to have that weed feel like it's running with me on the treadmill instead okay. of, like, slowing me down. There's something powerful about that. And I feel like that's why I gravitate towards the sativa experiences because it just, it feels like it's, helping me in my journey towards doing too much at once okay it's not always the most productive thing but it's a really fun time so sativa for you is like jesus holding your hand yeah for christian yeah literally it's jesus holding my hand where like he's not exactly taking the wheel but he is right next to me he's guiding me next to you Mm He's proud of me. He's like, we can do this together. That's what sativa is for me. It's like, I've got you. And for me, indica is like, say you come across a building that's on fire. (laughs) Okay. And then you put it out with a hose. Yeah. That is what indica is to me. (laughs) Is indica the hose or the water or both? It's all of it. Excellent. Yeah. And the sexy fireman. And the sexy fireman putting it out. Because sometimes he's shirtless. Cannabis will. In case you weren't picturing that, I want to make sure (laughs) picturing that this fireman is not only sexy but he's also shirtless. Which is probably against you know like their wardrobe code. But he's so sexy, everybody lets him get away with it. (laughs) So after after cure, which was amazing, not enough good things to say. About... Yeah, I mean, their products, great. Yeah. Um, Customer but... service, I feel like, you know, work on it. I don't know. I feel like that one guy, I really am hoping that the next time I go back, he's there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do if he's not there. <laughs> Just be really disappointed. Just be lost. Especially because I didn't even ask for his name, so I don't even nope. know how to be in I think I could recognize his face if I saw him I could recognize his face, but I don't think... I should say, like, 
a third of his face. I 100% want to go back to Cure because their products were amazing and they had um, comparable and prices too, on the like, CBD edibles. Other dispensaries out there were selling their products, mm-hmm. Cure Cannabis Grown products. So they must be doing something right. And they're active. They have an active Instagram presence that is like really good, really friendly. They respond back when you DM them, which I think is really great. Um, and important to me on like smaller businesses like that, especially when you know that you're talking to a somebody human. that can, yeah, a yeah. human being that can actually get you answers mm-hmm. if you have a real question. Um, and people that will actually respond in a timely manner um, if you do need to contact them, which is great. And then the next place that we went to, I probably should have contacted them because I ended up finding a hair in my ween. Yes. So Um, this was the place that Francesca went into by herself because I was busy doing other things. Um, (laughs) It was, it it was attached to a Buffalo Wild Wings, which after Francesca told me that she found the hair in her weed, I was like, this is why I don't trust any business that's located that close to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I just won't. Um, <laughs> and I should have, I should have, which sucks that. because I feel like you came out of there. Like you had a really great experience. I did. The guy that helped you out, you said was just an absolute doll. Loved him. Um, a so, sweetheart yeah. as well as like really good advice. control isn't. Yeah. Top notch, I guess. Or or the quality control on the Tikun, T I K U N, that brand, because I found it in their um, midnight one to one flower. We're still gonna smoke it because it looked just like a cat hair. And yeah, it's not like finding uh, a hair in food that you're about to mm-hmm. eat. You know, we are going to set this on fire. So any yeah. any germs that were left over by said hair are not going to exist anymore. And most of the street dealers that I've dealt with historically in the past have been animal people. So this is something that I have been dealing with over the years. I found yeah. it kind of comforting, honestly. honestly. I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's so nice. Whoever packaged this had a cat. Yeah. Um, and this, this was grown with love yeah. by a human being and, and not a machine. And when I worked in packaging, um, they allowed us to wear, uh, I mentioned earlier that we were in a cold room, I think, at oh, some yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, and, um, like, so they would allow us to wear sweatshirts under our scrubs, and I was always thinking to myself about the fact that, like, you know, I would hug my cat before I left my house, and, like, what if something on my sweatshirt that's under my scrubs, like, somehow got from under my PPE onto something? I would never know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think this just goes to show that there's probably somebody out there that has the same thoughts and also has a cat, and it just ended up happening, and I ended up being the one to find it. Yeah. But the good thing is, I think it smells kind of like berries. Like, really, like, blue yeah, raspberry, to be honest. Not even, like, a real berry, but it smells like blue raspberry, which is was really shocking to me when I opened it and smelled it because we were and talking we in the car this, about how CBD like usually how smells like trash. how long ago now? And it's still sticky. Mm-hmm. And I opened it, remember? Yeah. Like, as soon as I got home. Because I found the hair. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, and I've opened it a few times since then to smell it because I've been waiting to smoke it with you. But, um, and it still feels nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm really impressed in the quality of the bud. I'm not scared at all about the cat hair that I found as a cat owner. Um, you know, I get cat hair in my weeds sometimes anyways after I get home when it's been open for a while because my cat just happens to walk by when I've left it open um so I'm still very much looking forward to smoking this especially because I've never tried a one-to-one like flower before I've tried CBD flower I've tried like different herbal mixes 
with like lavender and stuff like that in it. I've tried, you know. You can get one-to-one edibles, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to come across flour. Yeah, especially at this price. It was only 35 bucks. Gotta love those name prices. Yeah, which for some, I thought it was going to be more expensive than their other A's because it was a one-to-one. Because so often, especially in the Massachusetts market, if something has CBD in it, they're like... $10. Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Give me that CBD tax. Yummy. And they're like, oh, because it's hard to harvest. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you're already, you're already harvesting all the other things. Like, I'm like the CBD's in there anyway. Like, don't tell me. <laughs> okay, please. Um, yeah, I'm like, okay, it's not my fault that you don't have your harvest schedule down mm-hmm. to a way that is profitable for you. Like, maybe figure that out. Talk to your <laughs> cultivation team. I don't know. Uh, Dear Mr. Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Please get your shit together. Literally. Sincerely, the Massachusetts Cannabis Market. Um, so then after, what was even the name of that one? Highly. Highly. Yeah, that one was I Highly. I remember and... making fun of it because I was like, sounds like Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we when went the Kardashians to... are going to get into boutique weed. Ugh, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. What was the next one called? The next House one? of Hash? House of Hash. Yeah, yeah, we went to that one purely because it was the coolest name out of all the dispensaries we found on Weed Maps in Portland. Yeah, we had to try to get to a specific area. and So we looked in that area. <laughs> um, House of Hash was the coolest name out of all of them. Like, even when we went and we signed up as new patients, the person who signed us up, actually, I felt, was more attentive and helpful than the person who was actually actively butt tending on the sales floor Mm -hmm. yeah which i would agree with that it made me wonder if that person was the manager or like the shift supervisor or something or why they were the person who was up front signing us up instead of being on the floor because i felt like they their advice for cannabis would have been of like a higher caliber than what we ended up getting well, he probably would have given us maybe any at all advice. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say it because I, I work in the industry too, but the guy on the sales floor, the only thing he really told us was, um, let me know if you want a, a certain strain and I'll see if we have it available like in eighths or whatever, like Which whatever like... Um, increments you're trying to buy mm-hmm. it in. And it's like, okay, cool. Like you're not going to make any recommendations. That. You're not going to... Right? No. <laughs> It's like there's nothing that you think is like really exciting out on the floor right now. That's that's something that's always disappointing for me and that I felt um, was the reason why I loved Cure so much was because the guy helping us there was so excited. And that's another reason why I really liked the guy who helped me at Highly was because they were just so excited about the products that they had mm-hmm. to offer. They were like, oh my God, like, you know, this one is really great for this. Like, if you need something for sleep, like, this one knocks me out, like... That's how I ended up with Ore, which is the other strain that I got from Hailey that did not have hair in it. And that one absolutely knocks me out, just like the guy said it would. Um, so and not you know, only was he excited, but he was right. So I, I love understand that. that there are there are those people that come in knowing what they want mm-hmm. and they're like repeat shoppers or whatever. But we were very clear with that guy that we were brand new first brand time new patients. First time. And he just was like, cool. Especially because the guy at the front was like, don't forget to tell him it's your first yeah. time. So I thought that he would be excited it was our first time and have more to say than just, you know, this is our first time new patient deal and let yeah. me know if you want Although their first time deal was actually kind of interesting. They were yeah. the only one that gave us the option of like a free pre-roll 
10% off your whole order, which mm-hmm. is good if you're trying to do, like, bulk buying. Yeah. Um, or a free edible up to 100 milligrams. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy. Yeah, and I ended up um, getting <clears throat> the free edible because this was one really good thing about the bud tender was he was good at math, so he told me which one would be the most advantageous That's to true. me. I he, asked him to yeah. do the math, and he did it for me. He did it flawlessly. The inside of this place looked kind of cool, too. Uh, almost set up like an Apple store. Mm-hmm. Um, but they there let was us... a whole entire wall of concentrates. Mm, Gorgeous. Which I was like, oh, Francesca's candy store right here. Loved it. I love it when they have the concentrates actually on display. Because... And they had the the cannabis itself mm-hmm. out on these little, like, smell discs. I don't get why they with, had like, a magnifying glass. the smell things open. That's true, because it wasn't like we were going to be pulling our yeah. masks down to... I felt yeah. like I didn't like that. I'm sure there are when, whenever that you would, get people but... an inch, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are people that would. So touching those containers, I was a little bit uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sure somebody's pulled their mask down and pulled the little smell thing up to smell this because some people are risk takers. That was the last dispensary we went to mm-hmm. in Maine. Yeah, and I think I ended up getting oh that the lemon, what was it? Lemon Kush, I think, was the concentrate that I got. It was amazing. It just tasted like straight lemons. Yes. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, And the texture on that one was really great. Super easy to work with um, as far as, like, scooping it out. Mm -hmm. Shit like that. Um, And then the MTT, I'm still kind of feeling out how I feel about that. Is that a concentrate also? That one's the flower that I got that didn't have any information on it. That was why I got it. Because it didn't have any testing information. It didn't have any strain information. It was just like this mystery. We wanted to go in blind. Yeah, so I was like, ooh, let's let's figure her out. I want to see what her secrets are. And we still can't, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what her secrets are. Every time I smoke it, I like try to figure out what's going on with me. My body feels really nice, and my head just kind of ends up feeling cloudy. So, I I don't hate it. I wish that I didn't have an injured leg from a with open wounds on it from a cat attack because I would take a bath and smoke it because I feel like it would be a really good like spacing out in the hot like tub oh, doing yeah. nothing kind of weed. But open wounds and a bath don't really mix. No. No. You don't want to get a nice glittery bath bomb up in there? Yeah, no. <laughs> the the lady from the Minute Clinic said I had to not. There were no lines for mm-hmm. any of them. Um, that is something amazing to be said about the main medical industry in Massachusetts. I feel like um, on the medical side and even on the recreational side, you have to jump through so many hoops just to get into the building to speak to yeah, somebody. exactly. But there's always a line even when it's not busy. Just because it, you have to talk to three people before you can talk to the bud tender. It feels like you're being punished almost. <laughs> yes. And the products that you can buy in Massachusetts are so, like the edibles especially, they're so limited. They're, they're so limited, exactly, because you can't appeal to like mm-hmm. little kids. Even um, the packaging is the limited packaging, in color. It's all very bland, um, you know, but up in Massachusetts, or up in Maine, I'm sorry, it's like, you know, they have yeah. drinks, like fun, fruity drinks. They're bright blue, candies, bright red. Of, yes. It's just so much more fun up there. I literally bought a product that was called Weed It's on yes. St. Patrick's Day. Like, They're Cheez-Its with weed. The Massachusetts <laughs> Cannabis Control Commission would literally would pass out. Pass out. If They'd you be showed like, them think that of bag. The children. <laughs> and we'd be like, yeah, we are. 
kids <laughs> could probably benefit from having access to some form of cannabis. Not even just access, but research. Exactly. Especially as somebody who was put on like heavy mood stabilizers, young, and benzodiazepines. I'm sorry if they had done cannabis research for the past like 50 years of drug prohibition, and they had been able to get me on a combination of CBD and THC. Like they could have even done something like with like really high CBD and really low THC. Absolutely. And that like. In this period of time right now, like, I can use that. I can use RSO to regulate my mood better than the benzos and Mm -hmm. the mood stabilizers they had me on before. And it's better for my liver. It's better for my body. And with that 50 years of lost research, now we have so many kids that are over-medicated just like I was. And And everybody wants to bitch about how, oh, everybody's just pumping their kids with antidepressants because they don't know how to raise them. It's like, no. They just don't know what else there is to do. They don't. Because nobody wants to admit that, oh, this plant that can get you high if you use it in a specific way could also be incredibly beneficial. And even if they know, even if they're knowledgeable, because so many people don't have the, like, privilege to have access to cannabis information. This is true. You know, things like that. Sex education yeah, in this country. Exactly. If you are lucky enough to have that, if you're privileged enough to have mm-hmm. cannabis education and know what benefit it can do and your child is struggling with depression, mood disorders, whatever it is, eating disorders even, where it is so clear that cannabis is an answer. Um, I'm sorry. What else is going to make you that hungry? True. True. Absolutely. There's... I can't think of a single other... Nothing medication that mm-hmm. would give me why the, are we not using cannabis and eating disorder hunger cannabis does. it blows my mind but mm. as a parent if you're making that decision and your child is like you know 13 years old 15 years old even like 17 years old you have to run the risk of if another adult finds out and they have a problem they can report you to dcyf they can yep. report you to the authorities they can take your child away so yep. now your kid is not only dealing with those same mental health issues that they were dealing with before they're also, also dealing with being ripped away from absolutely. their parent they're all and then they're also going to be medicated by those same people that mm-hmm. ripped you away on those pharmaceuticals in the first place so those parents even if they are knowledgeable to know about the cannabis alternatives they don't really have a good choice yeah because they're Unless taking they such a risk in a place where it is medically Mm -hmm. And even if it's legal medically, it costs so much more to get your kid into the medical cannabis system Mm -hmm. than it does to get an adult in. Once you're 18, you can go see one doctor. But I know in Rhode Island, you have to see multiple doctors. And those doctors that are doing children's cannabis certifications, there are so many less of them. Mm -hmm. So they're charging so much more. Because they can. Mm -hmm. And you have to see multiple of them to doubly prove that cannabis is going to help your child. And this is for kids with, like, epilepsy, mm-hmm. seizures. Um, I can't even imagine trying to get a kid who had PTSD to get doctors to say okay to that stuff. Right. If they're under the age of 18. Just because you're also dealing with a healthcare system in America that doesn't recognize mental health as to have the same weight as physical as health. As physical health, absolutely. Yeah. So you're fighting so many systems of oppression here just to try to use something that is very clearly a medicine to its daily users like i feel like even people who socially smoke cannabis on a daily 
basis see medicinal effects in their mood? Yes, because the stress relief alone that cannabis gives you is incredibly beneficial for your mental health. Mm -hmm. Just the body stress even of that feeling after that body high hits and just everything in your body you kind lose of all that lets muscle, ten muscle tension mm -hmm. and just float into that kind of like a safe space and it very much if you're using cannabis in a healthy way you can use it in a way that i hate to use the term self-care because i feel like it's so overused but and it's been used to sell people shit that's another reason too why we wanted to start this podcast is to kind of help eliminate any of the negative stigma that still surrounds cannabis and people who use cannabis. And I feel like one thing that we got in Maine that we haven't mentioned that's really cool that also deals with a lot of stigma because of dabbing is those terp pearls. Oh my goodness. I love terp pearls. Yes! So amazing. They totally improved my dabbing experience, but dabbing is like so often looked down upon because so many people will be like, oh, it looks like you're doing crack. And like, that's the number one thing um, patients say to me at my dispensary. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would love to try something like that, but I would feel like a crackhead trying to light something with a torch. And I'm like, and you know, like, I understand that these are the images that have been fed to you, like negative associations with whatever, but like with lighting a piece of really glass on fire with a torch. Truly tremendously help people. It, people that have high tolerance to I cannabis. have a friend who has IBS who smoking flour doesn't help with her flare-ups, but, like, because um, lots of the time, like, dabs will have, like, Delta 8 or Delta 9 mm -hmm. in them More concentrated, of different THC, types of cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. Like, that'll help her intestines, like, boom. Like, mm -hmm. it kind of settles her stomach in a totally different way. Um, and especially because it's, like, higher concentrated um, for for me, like, if I can't get to sleep, it totally changes the game compared to flour, where before I would have to smoke, like, two blunts. Exactly. Which, as we know, the You're name going of the podcast is Two Girls, One Blunt. So. Or at least that's how it's designed. Obviously, <laughs> there are people who can dab all day long, and kudos to them, because I couldn't keep up. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but we got the Turt Pearls. They're amazing. Um, they were $6, which was an amazing price. For two. Yeah, $6 for two, so I got two packs, um, which when you look online, you can buy, like, really fancy terp pearls that have, like, special smiling face designs, or, like, they glow in the yeah. dark, or they're different shapes. They look like little mini marbles. Mm -hmm. They're so cute, um, but the the more specialized, like, designed ones will run you, like, $20 per pearl sometimes, because they're made by individual glass blowers. Um, but, so I was really happy to find some that were $6 for a pack of two. Um, Especially just for us to, like, give a try. Because I wasn't even this sure these were going to work. technology mm -hmm. as far as dabbing goes. And, I had just um, seen on a Candy Pen's Instagram story, somebody had turp pearls in their aura. Yeah. And I had also followed a few glass artists that were making turp pearls. And I had seen videos, like, of close-ups, uh, bangers with the turp pearls and them spinning inside. around. Yeah. And I was like, that seems to make sense. So, like, you move and agitate the oil, you mm -hmm. end up getting more smoke. I was like, totally, I've never paid attention in a science class, but that checks out to me. If I yeah. put on my little lab coat, I think it makes sense. Um, and my goggles. <laughs> so it literally, immediately, as soon as we tried it, um, I think I put them in the Aura while you were using it to smoke the lemon, the lemon stuff that yes. I had gotten. Yes, because it wasn't hitting very well at first. And mm -hmm. then we tried one turp pearl, and that didn't really seem to do the trick. But then we put both turp pearls in at the same time. And that Changed was like the game. immediate game changer. Yeah. 
the taste alone was significantly improved. Um, Both in the Aura and in my traditional quartz finger. Yes, in an electronic pen Mm -hmm. and in a regular glass rig. Yeah, which I think that's another issue that I have with um, the stigma is that, like, I have this electronic rig that looks so nice. The candy pen's Aura is absolutely gorgeous. It looks like a genie lamp. Um, That's how I describe it to people. It looks like a little pink genie lamp. Right? It looks like if you rub it three times, somebody nice will pop out and ask you if you want to make a wish. (laughs) And yes, I do. It's for more weed. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Please bring me to Maine. Get me more weed. Can we make a tree? I feel like that's three wishes. We're done here. Um, (laughs) And it was like over $300. So if somebody is looking to dip their foot into the dab game, why would they want to invest $350 into this like electronic device that device that they're also going to have to learn how to use because the candy device wasn't very candy pens device wasn't really intuitive to me. Mm-hmm. I'm technologically clueless, I'll admit that, but I had to do a Zoom meeting with a customer service representative from Candy Pens. His name was Chris. He was amazing. Shout out to Chris from oh, Candy yeah, Pens. Oh yeah, to show you how to properly yeah. like pull from it because mm-hmm. you want to hit it like just a bong. You want to just hit it like a bong, but um like Chris showed me during our Zoom chat that you actually want to like lightly pull from it like you're like almost like sucking very gently yeah you just <laughs> suck really gently it's an erotic experience yeah like you're like lightly sucking on a nipple i was <laughs> just gonna um, <laughs> there's really no chris didn't describe it to me like no, that he said that's something how else. we're gonna describe it you're that's how we're describing it to you candy pen or a like, like a nipple, a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> um so really gentle, really sensual, and that's what ends up creating the most smoke from it. So, but, you know, like, if you're 60 years old and de- dealing with daily back pain from your construction you job... To figure out how to use one of those pens. Are you really going to want to have to download Zoom to your computer and but chat also, with Chris after it's like paying your 350? alternative is to buy a glass rig. Mm-hmm. And then deal with a torch, exactly. which can you have be to get really all the intimidating. You gotta also get propane or butane to refill your torch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on where you're buying the glass, it's going to be pretty expensive. Yeah, some places the bangers can run you for like twenty dollars. Yeah, which you know, if you and don't want to wait, a lot of to people order don't even online. know what a banger is. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just um, like the little cup-like container that replaces the bowl. It's exactly, yeah, it's on just the like the bowl piece. on a bong, but you're mm-hmm. putting concentrate into it rather than flour, and it's already hot before yeah. you put, you know. Go to Francesca's uh, YouTube channel. She shows you exactly how to do it. It's youtube.com <laughs> forward slash C forward slash Francesca 420. I got myself a URL. Fuck yeah. Isn't that exciting? Go me. Should it's we? official do a little dab let's to do a little dab our first episode just to end our first episode is there is no like stoner clean, stoners that clean stuff in media in cinema and anything that we're seeing it encourages stoners to be gross and dirty yeah clean your bar and i don't mean your okay. room i don't give a shit how long it's been nope. since you've done dirty done your laundry if you're listening to this clean your fucking bong yeah. Clean it. It's unless been too it long. is unless you just cleaned it this morning, it's been too long. It's been too long. Clean your pipes. Do you know that mold grows 
in Mold. your bong water and your pipes when you don't clean them. Oh, and, and not just your bong water, in your rig water too. Because I won't well. name which friend, but I do have a friend where I went and I hung out with her for a couple of days and we were using her rig and I asked her multiple times to clean it. She wouldn't clean it. But I didn't bring my own rig, so I didn't have a choice but to use hers. And literally for the next, like, three days, even after I left her place, my throat hurt. That wasn't from doing too many dabs, because I'll do dabs all day. But it was literally... You were inhaling mold. From inhaling mold from her dirty rig. So, and people think, because it doesn't look as dirty, because it's a dab rig, so there's not, like, pieces of flour and shit. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it's not there. Mm-hmm. Which COVID should have taught us all. Should have taught you all. And especially to take better care of your lungs. Yes. I mean, look, we're stoners. We smoke weed. Obviously, our lungs are not going to be 100%. I'm not asthma. Scene, but we can do our best. No to one's not perfect. At least make it so much worse. But try not to smoke mold, yeah. you know? Just don't smoke mold. Just don't and smoke also, mold. if you are um, rolling up resin balls to smoke because you don't, don't have do weed, don't fucking do it. Go this by is, shake. This is Pots and Chessie telling you right now that it's just not worth it. It's not. It's not worth the damage you're doing to yourself, your lungs, your brain, all of it. Just don't fucking do it. Yeah, it's so bad for you. There are other ways. Other things. Reach out to us and we will... I'll Venmo, Venmo you. you some money so you can go buy at least a fucking pre-roll. Okay? Yeah. Because I will not have you I'll send you $5. Bowls out here in these That's streets. ridiculous. <laughs> this is only good for one person, by the way. We're only sending one of you $5 at smoking resin balls. Just, but literally. I mean, yeah, we're not making money right now yeah. off this, but maybe eventually when we monetize, we can yeah. have, you know, like some kind so of So tell your friends to listen to our podcast so up. that you don't have to smoke any more resin balls we because then we'll Go have you, baby. dedicated to making sure people have weed money, but until then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally more people need weed money. So what we are dabbing right now is the Trop Refined Sugar. Mm. This one is from Green Truck. Looks very nice. So it's fatty. a very, it's, um, I'm going to call her, she's a blonde, you know, like a nice pure. Yeah. I got a new little um, carb cap, so I'm going to show you how I'm going to do it, and then I'll have you do yours. But. Okay. So that sound you're hearing is Francesca spinning those turret pearls around so she can get as much of her product in this hit as possible. And now she's got her carb cap in there. Ooh. Francesca's lungs are far superior to mine. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> that was beautiful. How do you feel? Mm. <laughs> so good. Mm. Wow. You know when you can barely speak after a dab hit that it was good? Yeah. This is another thing. That stinks about the industry. I learned to do this through watching somebody else do it when we were dabbing together to their Pop Kill Peak. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I should be doing that. <laughs> and so I started after each dab I did in my aura, 
I started cleaning it out with a little Q-tip mm. while the oil was still hot. And I noticed that it, I didn't have to clean it as often. Yeah. It was easier to clean. Um, and then I, and the then other each day, dab is going to taste better, I feel like. Each dab tastes better. Yeah. 100%. The flavor is clearer. Um, <coughs> and it's also easier to clean at the end of the day. <laughs> so I recommend you keep a cute little container of Q-tips with you. Not with, like, ISO in them or anything. Just regular Q-tips. Oh yeah, this high is great. I feel like I'm in a spaceship. <laughs> Between having this like big ass propane thing on, making that noise, um, and having these headphones on. It sounds like I'm in an airplane. Yeah, I totally feel like um I'm one of those fuckers going to Mars with Elon Musk right now. <laughs> <coughs> Which we will never, because we don't got Mars money. Yeah. And I'm not selling myself into space slavery in no, order to get there. No. It's not happening. Also, what if they can't grow Unless there's a sugar, sugar daddy out there who... But no, super I'm into sorry. physical touch. What if but... they can't grow weed on Mars? <laughs> That's this is true. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not taking that risk. I need answers about that first. Yeah. Unless I can take like a lifetime supply. Where the or hell have is my monthly phone? deliveries. Oh no. Oh, it's Mars. right here. <laughs> I'm looking for my phone so I can set a timer. I don't know how any of you guys, um especially after you take your first dab, can um actually Take your dab at the right temperature without a timer. Ooh, what's that noise? Okay, I'm high. You can tell. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and before I take my dab, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our very first episode. And we've got lots more coming to you guys. Lots more like educational stuff. More reviews. More just us getting high and talking about stupid shit so um uh yeah like subscribe let us know how you like the episode let us know what you want to see us do in the future and with that cheers it's dab time